Peace, 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 peace. It's your girl, Sunshine. It is Shine Vibrations. Thank you all for tuning in. You know, we get it in every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard and 6 p.m. Central. So, um, normally, you know, it's my producer, Reap, with me. But, you know, now your girl is in the reins holding it down for herself. So, normally... I would start the beginning off differently, but because who is on the show tonight, y'all just don't understand about these two here. Um, if y'all notice, every time that I am on the podcast, I have these beautiful adornments, you know, these two, this dynamic duo, this king and queen, um, they reign supreme, I have to tell y'all that. Um, they are copper vibrations who before they became or should i say manifested into copper vibrations they were self-published authors first poets and um they have become a very very great part of my life and they are the bomb and i always believe in sharing, you know, good news, good vibes with folks. Um, just to give y'all a quick view of who I am speaking of. If if these pictures don't tell y'all what black love is, I don't know what other pictures is going to make y'all believe it, okay? I mean, let's let's take it back to a little further. Okay? This is one of my favorites. Because it's so authentic, it's just chill, laid back mode, and it really shows you we some hustlers, you know. So, <laughs> without further ado, let me just bring them up front so y'all can get to know who I am speaking about. What's up, sis? What's up, sunshine? Peace, peace. How you doing? Um, introduce yourself to the people how you would like to be known. <laughs> My name is CQ, that stands for Crystal Queen, not Copper Queen, <laughs> Crystal Queen. And I'm a crystal educator, but I also love the arts in all of its forms, whether it's spoken word, whether it's storytelling, whether it's movies, whether it's music, just all the arts in all of its forms. I'm an appreciator of art. I'm a consumer of art. <laughs> and I'm CK, short for Copper King, and I'm a creator all the things that she named, I wanted to make it all. <laughs> yes, 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 indeed. And um, just joke, j not joking around, but you know how I like to deliver it. Me and sis was messaging each other, and it was about a project that I'm going to um, speak on tonight for the first time. Mm -hmm. um, but like her word, you know how people say your word is gold? I was like, yo, you know, your word is gold to me. And then I was like, no, wait, it's platinum. <laughs> then it was like, nah, your word is vibranium. And if y'all could only understand why I say that, um, you just got to visit them. You got to be around them. You know, you got to really see all that stuff that, you know, we talk about collectively online and in our private spaces on what a true black couple is. That's a dream team that's pulling resources, that's manifesting things and they are the, the ones to watch. You know, it's no need to hate because they showing everybody the blue, the blueprint. Like, for real, for real. Like, I feel when you look it up on Google, it's their pictures. 
Like hands down, can't nobody take that from them. Okay. So, okay. you know, I could talk about y'all all day long, but um, because I've you know I've been there since the beginning. Can we start? Where are you both originally from? I was born in the Bronx, New York. I grew up here in Greensboro, so I love New York, but I don't claim it. I claim Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh. Yeah. Why do you say you don't claim it? Like, <laughs> don't claim it. Like, who does that? That's offensive. I mean, I said I love New York, but too many people go to New York for a summer and then come back and be 100% New Yorkers. <laughs> I, I they, know what you're talking about, and bro. They, they copy the swag, the, the, just all that. And I just, I just but want people to. You were born there. You have the right to say it. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. You don't have the, the mannerisms, the ways and actions. Yeah, not, you got the knowledge. I love you know. New Yorkians, but I don't see myself as them. Like, when I look at them, when I see the way they dress, the way that they move, the way they talk, I don't see none of that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you I do. see it in you. I don't see it at all. That so. bravado. Yeah, yeah. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't got that. You know, that's not me. <laughs> so I just want people to know right off off the jump, like I'm not a New Yorker, even though I was born there. And I got love, I got family there. Mm -hmm. But when you go back to New York, they let you know quick. You don't sound like you from here. This day. Mm -hmm. They so. sure will. Jersey do it too. Yeah. <laughs> you like know they it. try to get me, but they forget that I was raised by people who were originally from the South. So I was already sounding like that a little mm -hmm. bit. I, like I say, I'm a Jersey girl with Southern qualities. I'll be talking about my yeah. accent. But here, everybody sure lets me know, oh, no, we know you're not from here. I don't care how long you say you've been here. <laughs> right, right. So, Maya, and where are you from? I'm from right here, Greensboro, North Carolina. North Carolina, now here in the South. <laughs> I'm a Southern belle, true and true. If you probably had to look up, like, what is a Southern woman? That would probably be me, you know, cooking, love being in the kitchen, love gardening, um, love conversation. I always got a big smile ready to, you know, just that Southern um, energy. So, yeah, I'm from here, Greensboro, North Carolina, born and raised. So, before we get into how you guys met, how has poetry affected your lives like how did you even think about writing what was the catalyst for that well in marriage <laughs> things could get real <laughs> real quick <laughs> so you know most people you know everybody has this ideal of what they think marriage is and um we like to describe marriage as like this beautiful wonderful struggle right we call it a mess, a beautiful, wonderful mess. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. what it is. And you have times where you bring out the best in each other, and you have those times where you bring out the worst in each other. Mm -hmm. And poetry for us was a way to communicate. As creatives, my husband is a better communicator than me. Like, he can be in the moment, and he could be level-headed. He could communicate, say exactly how he feels. That's that Aquarian can disconnect from the emotional aspect of it, say what they have to say. I am the emotional one, the Cancerian. So 
when I communicate is ah, I'm gonna let it all out, you know, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So um, he used to like sit us down and like write, you know, our thoughts out, our opinions if we were at a, some type of odds at one another, you know, even if it was over a bill, if it was over anything, he would sit us down and be like, look, he would always storytell and spell things out for us. But um, he he made a promise. My his brother wrote me a poem before we was really we was before we was married. I was tutoring his son. Okay. Um, I I would go over to the house and I would cook and I would tutor his son, show his mom how different tips on cooking. And his brother, out of the blue, um, who battles with mental illness. He um, made, he wrote a poem for me. And it was like one of the dopest poems I had ever heard. And it was like, it was called, I See You Move. And it was just lit. And so, you know, the aquarium was like, hold up. (laughs) Showing out. Do a poem every month on our anniversary. Every month. And that's what he did. He stayed true to it for about two years. And um, until he felt like it wasn't having an effect anymore. It kind of became use. Like I came, came like, yeah, you. I'm 26. You're going to write me another poem. But yeah, that's how it started. And then just as a way to communicate back and forth, um, it became a thing between us. So he wrote majority of the poems. And every now and then when I was... Uh, emotionally blocked or or couldn't communicate how I felt, then I would write a poem back to him. Now that is dope. You know, the fact that y'all find what works and then you apply it and y'all always make sure to find the balance in everything. You know, a lot of folks be struggling with that one-sided and teetering like this and it's like, it's not working. And the other person know it ain't working. And they just still going to keep letting it tip until you flip all the way over. Right. And, and, you know. He used to use this analogy always in the beginning. He was like, your relationship is supposed to be like this. But oftentimes, relationships be like this. Like, one person's bending over backwards and the other person is leaning on them. Let's like, mm-hmm. leaning on them. And um, it lean on you. They're like, how far can I lean on you till you break? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Ordeal, but they're supposed to grow straight up. So, yeah, we, we, we try to recognize when one of us is leaning too much and put it back straight. So there was this particular poem that y'all had, right? I remember some of it. Do you remember any of it? He's like, nah, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> But it's, LB, it's, you know, he, I wish LB was on here. She probably got the book. I didn't think about it. I'm trying to think of who else probably had the book. Yeah, because um, Medi was the one that had, and, I, and I'm not sure if the one that he had had it. Yeah. And we didn't put it in every book. We put it only in a few. We That was raw and real. I remember y'all reading it to me, though. Like, that was the dopest thing. I was like, yeah. oh, I was yeah. like, oh snap. It was real. It was a way for us to attack each other, but through art, right? So it was like, mm-hmm. it was like, I'm going to let you know yeah. how I feel. Yeah. But and I'm was, not happy with you. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't written for, for people to, to see. No, it wasn't written for people to see, but it ended up 
yeah, yeah, we ended up putting it in the book, but that was after the fact. And then we we only, I don't think it was in there. It wasn't in every book, and it wasn't in go that book. But what happened was she made me real upset, <laughs> and she stormed off. And I wrote, uh, I wrote a like a battle rap, a battle poem, and I sent mm-hmm. it to her. And I just knew this poem was going to end our marriage. It was like, yeah. oh, like, it was over. <laughs> Oh, you came at sis neck? Yeah, he came at my neck first. Yeah, I was I was done. I was damn near done. Like, you know, like it. I it was one of those like marriage is real. And then we was newlyweds. It was in the first year. So this was before a book was being made. Like she said, I was writing her a poem every month. So I was already accustomed to writing her a poem. And this happened outside of that. This wasn't part of the poem every month. This was just so much anger and hurt and upset. Like, man, I just want to curse you out. So I put it in. I wrote out. I wrote it out in words, and I sent it to her. I never, yeah, I was sitting under a tree too. I was outside. I had walked. I stormed out, so he didn't know where I had went. So I left on foot. So imagine me in a newlywed, and your mm. your wife is upset, and she leaves out the house, and she leaves on foot, and you don't know where she is. Yeah. So I'm like in the cut somewhere where he'll never find me, like in the woods somewhere, leaning up, sitting down in front of the tree, and then my phone goes ding, and I, I look at my the name phone. Now that we're talking about it. I look it's at it's called on the king. Yeah, yeah. Bro put, bro put his foot down and <laughs> yeah. It ended with a vow or become another ex to me. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it was that real. Yeah. But yeah, oh. I'm get that so much energy. <laughs> come in, come in. <laughs> you just finished it. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect timing. Yeah. See, and this is what I mean. You know, they they are business owners. You know, they're entrepreneurs. Yeah, Bro, just sat it. there. Look at that, right on the spot. This is what I'm telling you. Like the talented brother here and they compliment each other so well and they're a lot of folks say that people in the arts can't work but they're like two examples of it really working you just have to be willing and that's in any relationship whether it's family whether it's friendships especially business and in a marriage both parties have to be willing to put in the work it can't be all on one and and it's going to be sometimes things happen, you know, especially with medical issues. So that's when the tables turn. But the love, you know, the bond should be strong enough to be willing to work things out. Um, to find things. How often do y'all think about, you know, well, I don't even see y'all as getting to that point anymore. <laughs> But how many times have y'all changed trying to figure out ways to, you know, heal through arguments before you decided on poetry? Or was that like, nah, that's what we're going to do? We, uh, like you said, I'm the communicator. So I try to communicate through every way that, you know, just trying to figure out, use everything, like, gotta use everything especially if you're trying to trying to make make a relationship work you don't want to give up you don't want to throw it away you don't want to 
throw it in. So you use everything. And and uh marriage is real. And people look up to our marriage. People look up because we we've been married only for eight years, but we made it through and we work like side by side. We real close. Right. And because we so close, you know, and we actually have to work through our issues with each other. So if we upset each other, but there's an order or something that, you know, we got we work together. So we have to work through it. And we use everything. We use our business. We use our, our life. We use our words. We use, you know, I use the things I create. She use which she uses the stars to try to understand me better. She look at my chart. So we use everything the to keep the love, to keep the marriage, to keep, you know, moving forward, to build. Like a lot of people talk about generational wealth. You cannot build generational wealth without a, a strong family because, because it will be gone. If you don't have a structure after you leave, who's going, who's going to carry it on? It's, it's all gone. That's why Michael Jackson, all the, everything he did is gone. Uh, Prince, everything they, he did was gone. Anybody else like, where's it at? Without a strong structure and family, I'm pretty sure that Jay-Z and Beyonce, once they are gone, they children's gonna carry it on because they structure, they building a structure. And uh, that's what me and my wife is trying to do. So we use everything to Y'all make not it. trying, y'all did it. I asked your son, I wanna say it was the fashion show, the first one. I, I just looked at him and I said, how you like being born into a legacy? And he said, he stood up real tall and he said, you know what? No one's ever asked me that. I love it. Like, and he just had this big smile on his face, just like you got right now. He had and a then, swag. <laughs> and, then I, and then I looked at, and then Kay came back in. So I gave her a hug and I asked her the same question and she said, yo, it's dope. She was like, like, I love it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that is what our kids should be saying about us. You know, they should be living to live like that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody want to be the hustler on the street. It's okay, but it depends on what you choose to hustle. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's deep because a lot of times the children get to see the dirty laundry. They see the sleepless nights. They see the struggle. And a lot of times they turn into the ones that be like, I'll be down. I'm not picking up that because <laughs> the way you portray it is too hard. Mm -hmm. and, and for those that's building, you have to give your children the real, but you also can't just give them all the negatives. Because that's right. You got to find balance in that too. Got to be balanced. Because all of the negatives, they ain't going to want to pick up nothing. They'll probably go work for somebody or go and, you know, they, they'll take a different route because you showed them too much of the pain. And life is full of pain, but it's also full of happiness, full of laughter. You got to, like you said, you got to have a balance. Indeed, indeed. So um, you, and I'm going to let y'all know, this is the most that bro be talking. <laughs> My wife is uh, handling a sale. No, but see, and this is <laughs> this is the thing. He's gotten to the point, like, he's showing y'all. See, if y'all knew what I knew, like, he wouldn't. 
talk as much, but I just like now when I go around them where they just switch off, you know, like right now, he, he's like, I got this, it's nothing, and that's why I can't stop smiling, bro. But this book here. Uh, wow, my princess. Yeah. What made you write that book? And I, you know, I love that book. Uh, I don't know. I knew what I wanted from the book. I wanted it to be a book that when little girls grow up to grown women and somebody asks you, what was your favorite book growing up? I wanted, I wanted them to say, why am I a princess? <laughs> and that was my desire. And I went on a campaign looking for an artist. And I used to tell the artist, they was like, so what do you want? And I told them, it's only a couple of words in the book, but I needed to be the book that when a woman, when a little girl turns into a grown woman, I want her to say the magical words. That was my favorite book growing up. And I paid a couple of artists to, to uh, illustrate it. And they wasn't giving me the, the imagery that I needed. Indeed. I paid a dude, he was an airbrush artist. I ain't gonna say his name, but he's well known, especially back in the day. And his art is great, but he gave me, what he gave me didn't fit. I paid a woman and went to school for art. She said she don't like working with black people because we never satisfied. I paid her up front. I was paying her per image. And she was giving me crayon, like a little girl with crayon. The lips wasn't right. It was just, it wasn't was a book that you say. She was playing. Yeah, it just wasn't right. So I, I tried to, I paid her for her work because she was saying, you know, whatever. But it just wasn't right, so I had to move on. And believe it or not, I was in a mall selling, I wrote five children books. So I was in a mall selling my other children books. And a white woman came to the table and she's an artist that, uh, she do the cartoons. She's the a caricatures type. Huh? She does like caricatures, car all yeah, the cartoon she's a cartoonist for a living. She, she get booked at different places and she cartoons. She did that full time. And uh, she wanted to do the book. Now, I was being an ass at the time because I just went through several people, and this woman <laughs> is white. And I want a book for black girls to say, This is my favorite uh, book of all time. Mm -hmm. And uh, But anyway, we gave her a shot. And she gave the first images she gave me was almost there. I gave her some, some good instructions. I paid her for those images. I've been spending a lot of money on this by now. And I should have, you know, other, my friends were telling me to give up on it, but I ain't give up. But finally, <laughs> finally, this white woman, she made the beautiful, uh, she gave me the images that I was looking for. And the book, when I was selling it, when I was promoting it, it was the top selling book I made. It was the book that everybody loved the most. It was a book that got me in schools. I spoke at schools. It was a book where grown women cried in front of me over it. Uh, a principal cried, and she one of the ones that brought me into school. She ordered like over five hundred books. It, you know, that book is is one of the most powerful books I ever wrote. That's what's up. Yeah, and it was That's a long long time coming into creating it, but I, I do believe little girls will say it when they get older that "Why my princess book." Indeed, indeed. So, um, 
I couldn't find, like, I literally had yours out, sis. And, you know, your nephews, the royals, always going through my stuff. Because <laughs> I was going to hold up your queenie book. Mm-hmm. You know, because sis got queen me not one but two yeah. one and two yeah, we don't you know yeah i do have a little bit of queen me but why my princess is right here oh okay and i love this book because it's real simple so much so that i memorized the whole thing he says bedtime princess why my princess all beautiful black girls are princesses is your dazzling black hair your gorgeous brown eyes, your thick, cute nose, your wonderful smile and full lips. From head to toe, he goes into her features because you look like Mary who gave birth to Jesus because you can produce great men, become a great woman, but most of all, because your mother's a beautiful black queen and that's why you're a princess. And he's the author. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. that's his queen. Like, you know, like, see, just like that, you know, the the stepping in the trading off the playing you know that part right there this is you know kicking off you know a few of the episodes couples of the arts so many people say the term struggling artists you know and you can't have two struggling artists in a relationship it's never gonna work it's not this it's not that like y'all broke every barrier when it came to those negative um, moments where people would just be like, oh no, mm-mm. I can't do me no actor. No, I can't do no poet. No, I can't do, but here it is. You have to find a person with vision. I think that's the most important part. And uh, my husband had the vision. I didn't necessarily see it because I was a working woman. You know, um, I had, for those who don't know, I did six years in prison. And um, when I was released, um, my whole mentality was, how can I prove that I'm somebody in society? Let me get a professional job with a professional career. Let me work hard and mm-hmm. move up the ranks because that, you know, that's what society tells you. You be professional, you get a good job. So I became the operations manager and I'm managing a $3.9 million budget, 60,000 square foot facility, facility but I was not, I was no longer being fulfilled on the inside. And then um, I have spirit allowed me to be laid off from that job after eight years. And mm. shortly after is when I married my husband and he, and he was like, you can do this. Like you can, you can create a product and make a living off of it. And I'm like, mm. but I, but I've seen him and all of his friends, Jack, all of them, do this shout out to the brothers so i had a good example and all of who were making their own products and living every day and they were providing for their family and they were going through the struggle um but you struggle with a job so what's the difference you know um so i had all of these brothers as inspiration but then now i have my husband who is looking at me with with like this glow and stars in his eyes like you can do it write your book i'm gonna show you how to live and he he put his books on the back burner and said we're just gonna sell your book i'm gonna prove to you that we could live off of your product and for 15 months we lived off of selling my book alone Mm. you see that i want y'all see this is why 
this is the perfect time. You know, this is also episode 31, right? Ooh, 31 four. Copper vibrations is a four in numerology. It's a strong foundation. It represents security. Yeah, yeah. Creative self-expression, leadership, and trailblazing. Yeah. And then also, you know, you have understanding and knowledge. Yep. And everything that you know, it's just all in line. Like this was the perfect time. I believe in divine order. So we yeah. do have our last music artist of the week. This one of the guys I was telling you about. You gonna like this guy, okay? So let's go ahead. It's Yamasani with gratitude. He is so dope. Okay. From you are a superstar, don't let them fool you now. Do you know who you are? Do you know where you're from? You are a superstar, don't let them fool you now. Pay homage to the one that never make promise that he can't keep. Praise to you, hands raised to you. I will never lie, no a lie for safety. Spit aquatic and my logic is a problem for them demons following you can't see. Gentlemen, a product of a great G. Cause I did my goddess like I'm Shang-Chi. Put a ring, she ain't gotta thank me. Skin brown, so they try to hate me. Minutes to society, sire, wait tea. Cause I got a higher vibe and break key. In the desert with my lions, all you do is lock us up. I provide the gate key. Strong mind, calm in a long line. Willpower at the height of eight three. Down two, when it come down to a clutch verse. I provide a late three. Hammer MCs, you can't touch this. Like a far out away tree Real ones I want to link up and build with you Gordon Kyrie calling KD Learn from Elijah, Malcolm X, Louis Farrakhan and Muhammad Ali I remember growing up watching Mammy clean kitchen in a Tom and Jerry scene Move on the low, make you marvel at my shape shifting like an honorary tree Three kings that are raised inside the kingdom Guess it kinda made me Praise to the most high, God is great My response when you compliment me She the one that gave it to you, better give it up He the one that gave it to you, better give it up Show appreciation for you, better live it up Better give it up, gotta live it up She the one that gave it to you, better give it up He the one that gave it to you, better give it up Show appreciation for you, better live it up Better give it up, gotta live it up Do you know who you are? Do you know where you're from? You are a superstar, don't let them fool you now Do you know who you are? Do you know where you're from? You are a superstar, don't let just trying to spread the good word, cause I heard it through the grapevine. Did you know you come from great minds? Did you know your DNA is nine? Did you know that there's a plan to keep your race locked up like Akon? Did you know your people battled on the stage different than the one from Kayshawn? We was in the field, weapons in the shield, never hesitant to reffing, it was real. Gave to each other, never had to put it in a fine print section of a wheel. Bathed with each other, close up, soap sudge up to the chest, it was a thrill. Stayed with each other, catch you stepping in protection, dump with aggression, and we peeled. Do you know who you are? Do you know where you're from? You are a superstar, don't let them fool you now. Do you know who you are? Do you know where you're from? You are a superstar, don't let them fool you now. She the one that gave it to you, better give it up. He the one that gave it to you, better give it up. Show appreciation for you, better live it up. Better give it up, gotta live it up. She the one that gave it to you, better give it up. He the one that gave it to you, better give it up. Show appreciation for you, better live it up Better give it up, gotta live it up She the one that gave it to you, better give it up Better give it up Show appreciation for you, better live it up
All right, that was Yamasani with Gratitude. If you are a spoken word artist, songwriter, or even a stand-up comedian, or he, let's see, who else we got out there? Producers as well. You need to get your art out there. How about you link up with blastmusic247.com and fill out a free, that's F-R-E-E, profile, and let's get your art to the community. That's blastmusic247.com, changing the industry one artist at a time. So I have to also give a shout out. You know, I do this every now and again, sis, uh, to Penny, you know. Me and Penny sitting in psychology class, that's how we got cool. And then next thing you know, she found me on Facebook. And after seeing a few things, she said, yo, it came to me now who you remind me of. I need to link you with my peoples. And that's how I came about to know Monye. A friend of mine was introduced <laughs> to Jamar through another mutual friend, not knowing that we were talking about the same people. And then one day we just pulled up on them. They had the books at what was we uh that was at the mall in Winston, right? Mall, yeah. Haynes Mall. And they had the books out there, but the books were there, and there were five pieces of Ankh bracelets. And I had got one of the first five and those could. Yep, the rose cores. I I got the big chunky one sitting over there right now. <laughs> that was in the first month of us twisting copper. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was 2016, right? Yeah, it was 2016. So, how does it feel to manifest to where you are now? I remember you said it takes to have someone to have vision, but when you realize where you started to where you're at now, knowing that you still got further to go, but just that stretch right there i mean i think just business um family is business and love is law i love that like just having that component of the business even when we're upset so say something happens and we're upset tonight we still gotta come in tomorrow and we gotta make it we gotta make it happen and um i think it's a grounding for us the business aspect of it for us is a grounding um, Mm. aspect of it the way we feel as far as from then to now blessed honored um uh, excited about more um excited about growth but you know here we are fifty thousand pieces later um six seven books later um, and we've been married what eight years or so, um, and it's just been—it's been a wild ride, man. It's been a wild ride. I mean, from being on the road, visiting different states and cities, and um, you know, even being in in the struggle at times. I remember riding to an event in Atlanta, not even having no gas money. We just trying to make it to the event because we know if we get to the event. We gonna leave with some bread. That's um, right. So driving on faith. So a lot of this has been faith. Um, it has been belief in one another. It's been belief in ourselves and as individuals first. 
I think that's the most important part is that we believe in ourselves as individuals. And then when we come together, that's crown chakra belief. Like it's the next level type of belief. Um, that belief in yourself is right here in the solar plexus. But then when you enjoy with another, it's like crown chakra belief. I can do anything. I mean, I feel like I can do anything, go through anything with him at my side. And um, it just makes me keep going. So I have a question. When you just said that part there, uh, you know, we see this all the time on social media about this submission thing. <laughs> but what did you just say right there? I think with him by my side, I, I know with him by my side, I can go through anything, any test, any trial. Um, I, I believe I can do anything. You know how, like when a child is, um, and I think that's what they mean by that word submission. You know how when a child has their parent there, so you have the royals, if you're there, if you show up to their school play or you show up to their school, any fear that they had is going to go away because you're right there. Like, because they know that you love them. They know that you care about them. Um, so they're willing to step out there the same way in a relationship. I think that's the, that's the submission. If my husband is here, if he's by my side, I can do anything. You know, I can do anything. It's, it's, it's a borrowed energy it's an energy exchange it's a borrowed energy when i don't have enough and vice versa we're exchanging energy can i, can I say something about that sure my wife don't submit to me <laughs> that is not and, true and i would like to speak she's to been you. a little do you know she's been submitting this whole interview <laughs> Yeah, what submission mean exactly because they don't because they're not women but yeah. i digress go ahead speak bro <laughs> she don't gotta submit bro she just don't uh submission back in the day was different than this modern day beautiful black woman and it's just different man you don't you shouldn't require submission and i don't i try not to I'm trying to keep it 100. But I try not to make her submit to me because I know she's not. She's not going to submit. <laughs> but we have a working relationship that really works. So instead of having her submit to me, we work together. And uh, I'm, I'm happy. Like, you got to find happiness in what you have. My wife been through way too much to submit to anybody. And she wrote a book about her life. Y'all can go find it. It's on Amazon. Queen Me sure by Monet Essence. Part one and two. Yeah, one and two. But I want to clear the word submit by definition because I want to put all of this in proper perspective. Whatever definition. Go ahead. Break it down. Break it down. <laughs> <laughs> to accept or yield to a force or to an authority or the will of another person subject to a particular process treatment or condition i have submitted to my husband this entire marriage and that is the issue that i think a lot of people a lot of men see in their mind nowadays because in their mind they have this idea of submission being you do what i say like you do what i say i recommend that you do this and you should do it immediately that's not how submission works submission is established through trust 
It is established through a period of observation. We're naturally a scientific people. And so we must go through experiment after experiment after experiment after experiment and then gather up the data. And based upon that data, we make a decision. And so I think in this marriage, it took, I didn't immediately. No, you don't get submission just because we're married. It's, a submission is established through a period of trust over a period of time. And there's areas where I submit, there's areas where I trust that he's gonna handle it. He got me going. Is I, I will submit in areas. There's areas where there still need to be worked. The process of um, of success and failure shows that it's not all the way enough for me to trust 100. So I'm not going to do that. But over time. <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but over time, to who he is as a person, I submit to his will. I wouldn't be sitting here if I was not submitting to his will. We have an extra location that I did not want right now, sitting beside us, makes three locations I submitted to his will. So to say that I don't submit is unfair, but the, re the reality is I submit in areas that have been proven, that I know that I can trust, that I can feel in my gut without a shadow of a doubt that this is going to be the outcome. And that's where I submit. Oh, she knows she ain't gonna lose no See, look look the key word she said was without a shadow of a doubt exactly so therefore she's not submitting what she's doing is she's doing the math and she's like allowing or accepting and to the men out there this might be better than submission because when shit hits the fan and it don't go the right way it's not one person responsible. Back in the day, it used to be all mm -hmm. on the man. He had to bring home the bacon. He had to handle all of the bills. The woman looked to the man like God for food, clothing, and shelter. Your your first, your lower chakras was fulfilled by a man. Nowadays, women look towards themselves and also the sisterhood for these lower chakras to be secure. And when a man comes into their life, they don't quickly throw away their whole upbringing, throw away all of the stuff they lived through, all throw away all the stuff they've been through. It's almost impossible. It's like, imagine a man uh, paying all of the bills, handling everything, and then accepting somebody else to come and take care of them. A man, a real man, even if they get sick. I watched my father, he had a stroke. And half his body wasn't moving like how it used to. This man was an electrician, and he, on paperwork he had, you know, he was a good electrician. He went back to work to a company that didn't know. He was he was stroke, but he was such a worker, he didn't want to submit to the mm. fact that he couldn't do that work no more. Now, and that's like these, that's like the modern day beautiful black woman. They've been through, y'all been through too much to really submit and allow a man to make the decisions, win or lose. My wife is not going for that. Yes, we work together. Yes, I can make certain decisions just like she makes certain decisions. It's, it's even. It's not one way. And mm -hmm. submission, I think, is more one way. If I submitted to her, she'd be the, the breadwinner and she handling stuff. If he submitted, oh, to, she submitted me, to me, I'd be over him by now. 
Because women, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't like that. We don't like that. You that know that I mean? gets old fast. It gets old real fast. We'll start calling you outside your name and all kinds of extra stuff. So that's we don't require that type. But you, there is like a script in the Bible that says submit one to another, and everybody forgets over that, skips over that part. But we're supposed to submit to one another at time. You're not supposed to recklessly put your follow me and I don't have no data to back it up. I won't even require that of you. I want to require you to trust me to run this company if I've never ran a company before, you know? So Mm -hmm. this doesn't, it does not make sense to require something of someone without proven track record. And so, but that's what you call faith. So if you have faith in a person, see back in the day, the woman had faith in her man. And she submitted because she knew and she believed that he was going to take care of her. Well, data showed <laughs> in a lot of cases, the man cheated, did this, did that. So a level of faith is no longer there in real life situations. A lot of, you know, we could talk about ancient times and this and that. But in today, the man, especially the black man, but not just black men. In general, we have to rebuild the the level of faith that's in us. We have to show and prove more. We have to say being it is. We have to take control of our reality in a way where it's, it's a non-factor. Yeah, I believe it. This is yeah, you you say you're gonna do that, then it's done. And and uh but we are at a point where it's not just us have to do everything. The woman is powerful. She say she say being it is too. She make things happen, and I don't think it should be uh, so one sided no more. I don't want a one sided relationship. I don't really want all the responsibility. Now I do want my wife to submit to aspects of you know just like I will submit to aspects of her, and I think we both could work on that to submit to each other. But uh. She don't submit. Yeah, that's room, that's room for improvement, and I do submit. <laughs> <laughs> well, right in there. Uh, okay, so when he went through that, I want y'all to see though. No matter what, look how they love on each other in every picture that they have. Like this is not for play, play. They not putting on no show. This is real, real life. Okay. If it was a show, it'd be over by now. <laughs> be over. Party over, lights out. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and spit one real quick before okay. I go into something. Since it since what we're talking about are like life changes, I was like, oh, I do got a poem that starts off like that. So okay. I'll go ahead and read this one. Um, you know what? I guess I'll put my little back mount. Look, I'll put my little background music back on a little bit. Even though I think I need something a little grittier, but I love this one. Shout out to Soul Rest, one of the producers. This is one that he did. Um, Life changes are not for the meek. Each new hurdle or obstacle some think are designed to make us weak. Your cipher begins to dwindle. Folks reveal they all about the next swindle. 
moving like Jack because you got to be nimble. These agents, representatives, and shadows are quick to make you the next big succumb to their tricks, talking and moving real slick. Literally trading tears for fears because everybody wants to rule the world, or at least yours, that is. Roe versus Wade, the start of us being played, right to complete privacy. Will it all soon fade? Are we going to ever feel comfortably safe? Standing tall, shoulders back, chin up, striving to save face, internally battling feelings of disgrace, analyzing how the fuck I end up in this space. Life changes are not for the meek. Each new hurdle or obstacle some think are designed to make us weak. It's to make you dig deep, deep within your energy, traveling through layers of you, recognizably from your sleep. Cerebral cortex is vexed, exhausted from the battle of convincing your thoughts. Ain't the enemy, it's the enemy wanting to break free from the stifling relationships, suffocating, suppressing everything I was created to be. Sabotaging goals and dreams, my future reality. Life changes are not for the meek. Each new hurdle or obstacle some think are designed to make us weak. It's rattling, unbeknownst, complacency. Take it from me. When you get the opportunity, get free. So... Appreciate it, appreciate it. You know, big bruh, big sis is what I affectionately call them. You know, um, when you hear the elders tell you it's your environment, it's who you keep around you that will determine where you go. They also are the definition of that as well. They are the example. Um, I could personally say they have been a great, lesson like when they say you can't be around people that choose not to add on like they add on in different ways and added on doesn't always mean financially you know just be in the ear not even knowing sis be so in tune she'll pick up the phone and call you and be like hey um i need to see you type thing or you good you know a message here there you know Bruh got his own way. Just like y'all seen the whole interview, he's sitting there chilling, laid back, or getting them hands working. And wait a minute. How many pieces did you say? Over 50,000. And y'all watch this man do that with his hands. And I want y'all to know that's how every piece is created. So not only is he pouring into his wife and giving his wife energy and the crystals that she handles and she pours back and gives him energy they combine that power and they send it all out to you and me like they internationally known and yeah everywhere i go i get people asking me all the time about this bracelet and um bruh i think i'm gonna need you to rewrap it again <laughs> no what's happening is my wrists are smaller now <laughs> like i keep losing <laughs> And they're already like this, and you see it keeps twisting. <laughs> and I know how I can't be around you with it looking like that because that's how the last one got fixed. She was like, uh-uh, I'm tired of this thing twisting. <laughs> I found two poems in the Moon Love book. Okay. You so, need me to turn this music down. This was my this was mine to him. And please don't nobody judge me. This is what 
like um when the tail rapper gets started they be on the bubblegum rap this is me <laughs> writing like one of my first ever poems <laughs> so it's a little bubblegum but the words got so much feeling in them okay i never thought i would actually find my king i never knew i could look at someone to unite and he becomes my everything what happened to me i had so many walls and so many barriers my defenses were on point i could size up any measure as i laid on my bed looking up into your eyes right there in that moment i knew i had a prize a husband a lover father and best friend someone who would live for me and die for me until the very end how could i not surrender and let you all the way in at times when i'm weak i play at times when i'm weak i play that moment in my mind again this is a bond from which i'll never run you give me life applauding me encouraging me that i'm that one my husband my lover my king my best friend if i died tonight i will rise and love you all over again Like, that's yeah, dope. Queen. You don't know the poem? I look, that's what I was saying. It's on your Instagram page, bro. You, you yeah. took a picture of it. I, I saw it today. But my she could read it. <laughs> you did look, and Maya, when you brought that poem up, he did the same thing then. He said, Oh, my <laughs> wife can read it. No, you gotta read it. <laughs> Let him get his let him get his coordination together. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, uh I have one that's not finished. I'd rather say that one. Okay. Okay. So it's short. <laughs> it better not be no haiku, bro. We're not doing that. <laughs> it's short. Powerful. <laughs> Thoughts is drastic. I just don't want to live with you. I want to die with you. And share the same casket. Let's not just lay together. Let's decay together. When I say forever, I really mean forever. Forever, ever. Ever, ever. So never, ever, ever, ever leave me. Oh, okay, bro. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I give you that. I give you that one. But he always back out of reading that poem, man. That's yeah, the third time, bro. Back out of reading that poem. That's the third time. It's my bro. favorite book. It is my favorite one. It's like, how you gonna back out of reading that one? So, sis, you gonna read it? Yes, I read it. <laughs> my queen is the queen of queens, the definite article. It should be unlawful to see her as equal. Come humble when you speak to the queen of queens. Let me tell you what I've seen her make cream, queens, her give out crowns, her sit tyrants down, all fear her wrath. Plus, pray for her present. She can raise a peasant and spoil them with her presence. Or take a bath in their blood. I know it sounds bug, but true queens can bring a sword or a hug. Power is a drug, and she's not conflicted. It's like she's not addicted. She moves as if it was scripted. She is lifted above all. She is the queen, the queen of queens, and that's all. 
Hey. And you know what's so bad, sis? He over there lips sinking over there. <laughs> I know the majority of it. A couple of words out. But I get it though, is because you know what? You can't see it, sis. But while you're reading, he is so like, (laughs) like, (laughs) like, I get it, bruh. I I don't look, I'm not, I'm not clowning, but what I mean is like, I get it, I understand. When sis is reading your words, you like how she it brings life to her while she's giving life to who's listening. I see that in you when you look at her when she reads your words. So I get it. I yeah, definitely it, get it. It's also these poems, like I said, it wasn't written for y'all to hear it. So it wasn't written to be put out. It was written. That's how things go. And I can remember the circumstances and what was going on in that particular poem. Mm-hmm. As well as some of the other ones. And that's why I be like, you know, you know, it's all good. Peace, peace, Shell. We got Shell. We got Sharita. We got my bro boss in here. They all said peace, snap, snap, <laughs> all right. <laughs> See, that poem was written when she was around a bunch of other women. And the energy of it, what I was trying to communicate is you above all of you. <laughs> uh-huh. And mm-hmm. you need to set some of them down. You need to, you know, yep. you can bring a sword or a hug. I know it sounds bug, but like, I wanted her to know because in the beginning of our marriage, I really was working on building her, her up so mm-hmm. she could be the crystal queen that she is. That's why right. her book is called Queen Me. It's like, the whole theme and everything that was wrapped in the way I was pouring into it. But it's like those poems, those poems is back in 2015. Yeah. 15. Yeah. That's what it predates Copper Vibration. Eight years ago. It yeah. does. Yeah, it definitely it like, does. <laughs> well, you know, they ain't said nothing yet, but you know, I also snagged this too. Y'all not gonna tell them y'all got an app though? <laughs> y'all not gonna tell them y'all got a whole app? Yes, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yes. So the app is in the it's in the App Store as well as in the uh, Google Play Store. It's Copper Vibrations. Our name is Copper Vibrations on everything in the app. You can casually shop. You can also click on the different pieces and see um, the meanings of different stones. Um, so if you're interested and don't know really what stone you want to choose, you click on a the piece. There's the meaning of the stone up under it. Um, sometimes there's live videos in the app. I need to get more about putting better videos, but I'm more passionate. And just to say this before we, um, leave my mission, my mission is help to help people answer the fundamental question. Who am I and why am I here? How should I eat? Not that I need to be vegan because everybody else is vegan. Not that I need to be pescatarian because everybody else is pescatarian. What food resonates with my design? We all came here with a specific design. And that same goes for our environment, the music we listen to, the people we're around, um, how we study, how we take in information and learn information. We have to stop this carbon copy or feeling like something is wrong with us because we're not doing it the way everyone else is doing it. And so my goal and mission in this life i was powered with this throat chakra 
to encourage you to live your life according to your design. And see, she see, this is what I be talking about with me and sis being tuned because I ain't even get the chance to ask her because she just already said it because that was the next thing I was gonna ask, but you know, she already gave it up to us. And also about environment, keeping the right sisters around you. You know what I'm saying? Um Marnier just fit right in. I will never forget when my sisters came down when I was graduating and my older sister already knew that they was going to meet regardless. She said, cause I, she said she could feel your energy every time I went back to Jersey. So she was like, I know you good down there. Mm -hmm. Like literally the last time, like we, we had a, like a a heart to heart was like our first moment where, you know, the big sister is is braiding the little sister's hair. She was braiding my locks up for me for my cousin's wedding and she was like, Dad, I wish Nene was here. Cause she, I said, nah, I, for some reason, I want you to do my hair. And I sat down and she literally was telling me her end of life plans. And then she went back to when I graduated and she was talking about how we was all sitting around, how it felt like we was all meant to be like that. And then later you told me it felt like you had additional sisters, you know, you liked the way that the bond that we had and the love and how we welcomed you, you know, Uncle Mike then already claimed you as his other niece, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? And she said it was very reflective when with my sons, you know, with the, the speech and the IEPs, you know, we was like tag y'all were tag teaming and didn't even know it. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. as much as she was pouring into me, you was pouring and y'all were balanced. So, and it, it, it made things make better sense when people was trying to make me do elsewise. Like, let me tell you something, sis don't be playing, especially not about any child, but not my boys either. <laughs> Cause she said, look, if you need to call me, I'll take a break and I'll put me on speakerphone in that IEP. I ain't playing. Cause they not going to be doing it like this, you know, like they believe in, sharing information that's going to be beneficial it's too many of us that done made it somewhere or learned something and we choose to hoard it and not give it and pass it along to someone who could really benefit from that and it's dope to finally you know be around people and connected with people who are like that and that's how things start to manifest as a whole and individually which you know Sis and a few others been on my neck. <laughs> so I am still working on um, my poetry book, but that did get pushed back because I have to work on an EP now first. And more importantly, my sons. Yay! We did a book together and the first person I shared it with was sis and she loved it. You know, I appreciate y'all. This is, I can do anything. This my son's right there. Esham, Elisha dubbed them the Royal sons. I love it. Um, shout out to Tayon, uh, a fellow poet hey, partner, and just so happened to be like, I saw he gave, Sharita and Jose a gift for their wedding and I said I had so much on my plate and I kept having visions of people t- like just find someone find someone but unlike bruh 
I didn't have that issue. When Tayon sent me that cover last night, I literally had almost like cried because this whole process, and I understand what you mean, bro, because I literally had to feel comfortable because I do dibble with drawing. And it was my goal to do everything. But I listened to sis. She said, when you feel that things that you can do, you become overwhelmed. That means you need to enlist someone to help you. Don't have such an ego where you can't ask for help. Because it might be somebody designed sitting right there waiting for you to ask them. And Payon didn't even know. He he didn't even know that I was writing a book. Huh? Tayon did his thing with that. That cover's fire. Yeah. yeah, like he didn't even know I was even writing a children's book. Literally, when I saw it, I hit him up and I said, yo. He said, well, send it to me. I said, here's the voice record of the book. He said, oh, I love it. Yes, I'll do it. And when I say, I literally told him, bruh, do what you do. He was like, just, I said, you've been around me enough. You know what my boys are. You know how I am. Just do what you do. Don't I tell you the same thing, bro? When you make me stuff, just do what you do. I don't care. Like, because I trust, there we go. I trust the energy. You know, mm-hmm. I've already seen what you produce. And a lot of times, those of us that have been, Based upon facts. Look, look. You know and, about him. You submit to the and, process. And then, and not only that, because remember, <laughs> remember, bro wouldn't even do butterflies until I requested it. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he told me was, I don't think I could do yes, you can. Mm-hmm. I know, bruh. If He's like, I don't want to do it, it. Said, I'm like, I know. And that's mm-hmm. always the thing with him. It's like you've already showed so much that we know what mm-hmm. you can do. But when you pair that with someone that has vision, I trusted. I said, you know what? Something is telling me you got this. I you all I want is for you to take in what you heard and and draw from there. And literally every picture throughout this book is every picture that I had that I was creating to draw myself. Every single thing he did. So it was almost like whatever energy that I had for the book, it was sitting there guiding him along the way. And he just was like, is there anything you want me to change? I said, no, I'm, I'm trying to find some tissue because I'm sitting here crying. <laughs> yeah, and it was fun because he would come here periodically and be like, I'm, just, I'm stuck on these colors. And I'd be like, that color, do that. No, flip it again. Let me see it again. Okay, that's the color. So we we were always secretly in, in, in the background, not even telling you. You know, uh, what was going on? See, and that's the dope thing because you know, because I told him, I said, I'm going to be honest. I said, sis is the editor. I already know if I need editing and things, yeah, I can do it. But this is her lane. She's sharp. And then she also will edit to how she sees, not just to the language and the grammar. I said, and you need someone to be visual because this is a visual product, you know? So a lot of people don't edit talented like that yeah. i said but she got that eye right. and he was like all right cool i said yeah you right there greensboro i was like see, right. see if she is she could. so again so it happened the way it was supposed to happen divine order divine right, right. tell y'all the beautiful soul you couldn't have found a bit a more beautiful person to oh yeah that's the permanent illustrator right there right 
That's the right. only way to do it. The only way to do it. And um, dag, I don't think the other picture loaded up. I wanted to uh talk about uh real quick your copper view media. Oh but, but take the pic- your take Yeah, your but the picture is not up here. Um, let me see. Uh you might I don't know if my camera is blocked, but let me see. Real quick. Say, don't worry about it. Tell them go to Tubi. But yeah, while I'm looking for the picture, go ahead and you tell them where they can find it. They can find it on Tubi. They can find it on Amazon Prime Video. They can find it on 13 other channels across the world. There's international channels as well as regular channels. Um, but the name of the movie is called Sacred Path. Shout out to Kenneth Sir Lampkin and Corey Pettit Jones, Thomas Pettit Jones. Um, bang, bang. Those two uh it, it, those two started starred in the movie um it was my husband's first first s film and um you want to talk about the film uh yeah go see it <laughs> <laughs> on amazon tubi those are like the bigger channels is on other channels too but sacred path independent film shot in greensboro north carolina and it's funny, somebody uh, tagged me last night on um, social media. They saw you in Terry D's film on Tubi. They're like, I'm sitting here watching Tubi and I see your hubby. <laughs> and I'm like, that was like even before we got married. She couldn't believe it. She was like, for real? I was like, yeah, that, that was recorded. He was in that movie before we even got married. Yeah. <laughs> well, folks don't know. They've been doing things. They've been in the mix for a minute, you know. And just making things happen, and then just yeah. two beautiful cooking before we got married. Like I was oh. independently cooking food, posting plates on Facebook, and then people pulling up and getting it. That's how I was supporting myself after um, I had got laid off. Um, yeah, so we we both have done our individual things, but coming together like us, I think us coming together equals that crown chakra um, energy. Mm-hmm. Indeed, like I would say, like even with the like you and Jack, I think this. I was thinking about this the other day, how we all fed each other in some way. <laughs> when I was selling dinners, the the sis be like, "Wait, you making that jerk chicken? You making that curry?" She's like, "Oh, sis would get a. They would both get a plate, and then they would order extra meat on the side. You know, when they was on, and I would be like, "You sure?" She was like, "Oh yeah, I'm coming off the fast for this. You know, so when you know people like really enjoy your food, like that's something else too. Jack, Mm -hmm. he was just so comical with the. I remember he tagged me in the post the same day that y'all was there." And he literally had just left the house and took a picture and was like, yeah, we, I had to finish them. And the plate was completely empty. And I swear he just took it out my hand. What you doing? Hell, um, man. Exactly. What you say? For some of the top supporters, anybody is doing anything, have anything, the two people you can always count on is Jasper Donnell and Sunshine. And Sunshine. <laughs> well, yeah. hey. I'm going to tell you, and you know, sis, you know what, sis did that. When you posted me, I remember when it started, when you posted me after I went viral with the um, poem about Cece. 
Mm-hmm. From that open mic with Artists for Justice, shout out to Sharita and uh, Kishita Kane again. And um, she's, uh, what is it? Oh, after that, went to Morgan's Real Rap. And you posted me, was like, yeah, check out my girl Sunshine. And literally, Jack was one of the first people there that I know from y'all that yeah. came that night. And I was, you know, I was shocked. He was like, yo, he said, if sis said you was all right, I had to come check you out. So, <laughs> you know, Jack don't be trying to let nobody, you know, he be, he be real. I, I don't want to, he going to be like, you always digging on me. But he be like real old man-ish about his yeah. stuff. Oh yes, he's a little man in a young body. In a young body, cause I, I be with, forgetting. We was like, saying that back when we were teenagers. They grew up with like him when they was calling like him. Man. They was calling him that back in back when they was teenagers. Like <laughs> I keep forgetting that I'm a, just a little older than him and Dante. Like I keep forgetting. Like they are we not. They're probably around the same age. Yeah, Dante. I got a year on. I think I got a year on Jap, and then two years on Dante. Yeah, yeah, Dante the baby. Well, it is always a pleasure. I saw where y'all gonna be. Guess what? I got some insurance. (laughs) (laughs) So, if I could uh, get up that way, I'll be up that way tomorrow. Um, But let the people know how they can find in Newark, you. New Jersey, Newark. Shout out to Newark. We in Newark, September the seventh. Uh, more details to come soon. But we are doing a fashion show, a copper fashion show in Newark. So if anybody's out there from Newark, oh uh, y'all already know Jersey. You know I'm gonna get y'all right. You know every time they be like, yo, they up here, yup, they in New York. When they come to Jersey, they gonna come. They gonna come. So I yeah. got y'all. I got y'all. This will be our first time in Jersey, like doing anything in. New so Jersey. I guess I ain't going to Miami. I guess I'm going to going back home. <laughs> you come to both. Nuh-uh. because Miami is the same week. Uh, Miami's the same week with. You said September seventh, right? No, September seventh is Newark, New Jersey. Miami's in December. Oh well, no. I mean, you go. Oh, your Miami trip is is the same week. Yep. Oh, I didn't officially, officially, you know, but it was for Carnival in Miami, September third. But if y'all going home, you know, I gotta go back home. Oh man, no, no, don't let them stop your your. uh... It'd be another one. Yes, and and if it ain't nothing here, I'll just go to the Virgin Islands. Well, we know we need you to rip the runway. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's why I said you going home. Yeah, I gotta be there for that. So yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, let folks know. Drop all your socials, how they can find you, any more events you're gonna be at. You know, vibrations. Duh. <laughs> like we, we're common vibrations on everything: Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, our website, coppervibrations.com. You just type in copper vibrations, everything about us will come up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, okay, low key putting up how much money I'm business done made on the internet. I'm like, man, yeah, it's been doing too much. But if you try to type in copper vibrations in Google, everything will come up. Um, we everywhere. We out here. We're excited to serve you. We're excited to make you legacy pieces. We're no longer like jewelry is okay. Yeah, we'll make your ring, a bracelet. Mm. But what we really are into and putting our focus in, can you hear me something? Is more uh, while you're getting something handed. Bow. Yeah. Look at this more piece right of, here. 
pieces that you can put your and infamous in the middle. Yes, yes. He commissioned us. He commissioned him to make him another piece. It's a secret piece, but he's going to pop out with it uh, uh, soon. So cash out to the master KRS one. Yes. Yeah, me and the Royals got picks with them too. So we're more apt to making more legacy pieces, pieces that um can hold the memories and the lineage of your family, things that could be passed down for generations to generations. That's more of what we're into, pieces that mean something. Um, because the thing about crystals is crystals are recorders, they hold energy. And so when you have crystals within your family, whether it's sitting around the dining room table, whether it's in the living room over thing where you're doing spoken word, where you got it on while you're doing your podcast, that's recording that energy. And when you pass on, leave that in your trust to the ones who come after you. You're going to carry that energy of yourself along with them and so on and so forth. That's why this is such a beautiful art because it's timeless pieces. These pieces won't be destroyed. They'll outlive all of us. They'll still be here. So, yeah, that's what we into. <laughs> so, I'm going to bust out something. This is new to the viewers, but old to us. Remember this? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Judo! Yes! Yes! So, that's, you know, that's, that's my clear classic. quartz. That's the classic. <laughs> That's the classic. You know the detail. The detail. You can tell the difference. How how much bro has grown. Yes, I mean you had the watch band that said Queen Shine. Yes, when he did my name in the band, man, that's crazy. But just to show a then till now. Wow. Wow. This brother is dope. And the more that they build with each other, that's the more power and the what we see in is the love come out in what they produce. Right. They you are. know how they say that food was cooked with love? Yeah. Fuck Everything they touch is with love. Fellas, you got to plug into the right socket. No. <laughs> <laughs> they don't understand. They don't understand. Creatives go real talk, but as creatives, men or women, it's important who you connect with and who you bond with because that energy can either stifle your creativity yes. or it can amplify it and take it to new levels. So just be mindful. You know, they looking at you like, I don't know if I want to date an artist or a poet or whatever. You need to be looking at them like, I don't know if you worthy there because you that person is either going to subtract or add on to your life. And so you think about that when your art is your lifeblood. When it's your, it's the thing that you offer and you give to the world. Make sure that you are being selective about who you join yourself with. And I want to say, uh, a lot of people use the word starving artists. If you think about millionaires and billionaires, what are what do they do? What is their profession? The one, especially the black ones. A lot of times, they some kind of artist. No, that's Oprah's probably the only career. Jay-Z. Yeah, Shell says she loves it, and if they don't, she says she will. <laughs> that's Shelly Shell. <laughs> right? So I am the messenger nine. Yeah, starving artists could become millionaires and billionaires quicker than another type of you know whatever career you in. Right. So, the art is something the art. that's timeless. Yeah. 
So this speech right here could end up being worth way, you know, so much. This dragon, you know, it's sad though. It go up once I die, but at the same time, that's that's magical. That's right. So get a piece before I go. The past. Yeah, I, said, I tell folk about y'all all the time. And oh yeah, hold up, wait a minute. <clears throat> It is cancer season. So first, happy belated born day to you. Happy solar return. All that good stuff. That fofo. Fofo out here. And happy early solar return to Shelly Shell. I am the messenger. At midnight, it's going to be hers. She up next. Tonight at midnight, we celebrate Shelly Shell. Yep, Shelly Shell, I am the messenger nine. At, at midnight, it's hers. And um, early, early, also shout out, because, you know, I speak about this man so much. My Uncle Mike, you know, I call him my father. Look at that. That's the crab for cancers. Check out. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> Yeah, bro, we're gonna have to talk. I need me a um a dope, dope, dope Taurus or bull or something. I got you. And I need another uh we already talked about that though, another uh sunshine joker. Mm. You know, because the sun is really shining really bright on my side. Right. I walk if the sun don't shine, I will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> so um um Uncle Mike, his born day is July 4th. Also, shout out to our sister, LV, Queen Sean, out this piece. You Trail, know. July 4th, couple okay. arts, Sunday, July 2nd, couple arts. It's cancer season. Oh, yeah, my, one of my best friends from back home, Crash Bandicoot, he's July 2nd, Logic, what, what the 2nd and the 3rd? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I have some brothers. I have my brother Juice on the 9th, my big bro, uh, Malik Christopher, that y'all know. Hit, yes. He's the cancer. We got my nieces, my nephews, all Tay Tay's kids. The next rain, they going up. And, you know, my Umi, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her incubating me. Hers is the 19th, you Come know. On. So, yes. so, you know, you know. And shot- Color Claws, my former nail tag, but I love her. The pieces she still come through. July 10th, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so y'all cancers, y'all up next. See we have I'm a Taurus that don't hate. Just know when it's mine, I'm gonna take it all. <laughs> you know, Taurus is one of the most uh, compatible matches, though, as far as friendships and relationships and things like that. That that's the earth and the water. They need each other. So yeah, that's right. I be trying to tell folks, you need me. You need a Taurus in your life. <laughs> yeah, that part. That part. But it was a pleasure. You know, it is always love being around y'all. You know, don't get me wrong, Queen City. I love Charlotte. But, you know, my folks is where my folks is at. So, you know, I got to get back up there to recharge and get stuff together because your girl is uh, linking up with Pizza Twist, hosting the open mic, starting on the 20th of July. Okay. So it's going to be every Thursday. It's go- It's called Tongue Twisted, Tongue Twisted Thursdays. So In Greensboro? Nah, it's, it's oh. the one down here. Okay. Concord on Dorita Road, and then the other one is in Pineville. So okay. I yeah. just was asking for one. I was just asking for one night, and 
the, the brother, the owner that he said, oh no, how about we do this every Thursday? We spoke last night. He said every Wednesday they have bingo. They was packed in there. So, you know, they're vegan, halal, um, gluten-free. And oh, wow. they also have a, um, a bar there too. So, you know, come through, kick your feet up. If y'all want to participate in the open mic, holla at your girl. You can reach me at 704-665-7713. You like that number, don't you? You see all them numbers in there? Them threes don't leave me and them sevens don't leave me. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep, yep. And you said it's what day? It was the first the first night will be um July 20th. That first the third Thursday. Okay. Uh, so those who want to participate, it will be a $10 fee. If they want to drink along with that, holler at me. I'll work it out with you. I, All right. So any last words y'all want to leave the people with before we cut up out of here? Uh, love is, what, what, family is business and love is law. Family is business and love is law. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Well, it's your girl, Sunshine. Y'all know this is what we do here on Blast Music 24-7. Shout out to my super producers, Veep, Elliot, and Soul Rest, a.k.a. D-Ray. I love them, folks. We going to be doing some big things in the future. Keep checking us here every Friday, 7 p.m. Until otherwise. Peace and blessings, y'all. Peace, peace. Peace.